Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Welcome, Daniel. Thanks. Listen to the last episode. We gave all our recommendations. Oh my gosh, we went so long on the yeah, last episode. Yeah, we did go long. But we... So somebody opened up a, what's it, a Pandora's box. Yeah. They're like, hey, what resources do you like? And we said, oh, <laughs> here's we 100. love resources. <laughs> we like to read and listen to stuff, uh, podcasts, but we're not actually sitting around talking about our own podcast. And so then we just went on a tangent for like five hours. Yeah. It, it, we had to go. We had to get all the resources in. Now, I know good. whenever we have you and I on, it would be a shame if we didn't talk fantasy football. So what, what's going on in your fantasy football world? Man, this is going to be awkward because I'm not sure when this episode is going to actually drop. Um, it is. We're, we're recording, recording this. What, week 11 or week 12? Oh, of football. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. of football, of football. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, this Sunday will be week 11. Okay. Per All my right. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am 7-3. and three. How are you doing? How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? A coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions. Oh, my goodness. Daniel, I am fighting to not get last in one of my leagues. What? But You know about football. But this is like a serious thing. If I get last, it's not good. So have you, you heard about the money? fantasy football like loser things? Like if you are the loser, the bad things happen to you? No, what? Like there's so a curse or like what? There's all kinds of different stuff. So people in leagues, if you have like a 12 person league or something, a lot of the time they make a punishment for the person that gets dead last. So there's a lot of different things. Like one of the p- common punishments is you have to go to Waffle House and sit there for like 24 hours, but every waffle you eat produces your hour. There's oh, some I crazy crush stuff that like 24 waffles. Come on, <laughs> I'd be out of there quick. Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff. Like How big that. is a Waffle House waffle? Uh, I've it's a pretty good size waffle. I mean, that's... You like never have been to Belgian? Waffle House? Like Belgian or like... They're thin. Like they're not, they're not. Yeah, they're kind of thin. But they're bigger. Sauce. And they're amazing. I would uh, bike for two hours <laughs> and then start my 24 hours at Waffle House right after that. Yeah, so that that's one of the punishments. 45 that would be later, impressive. Be out. <laughs> you, be, you would just kill it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd go home and take a nap. 24 hours. <laughs> be awesome. Uh, um, so, but, see, I don't think we do that in ours. At least you don't have not any been, punishment? I've not been told anything. Well, but. our punishment's brutal. So, if <laughs> for our punishment, if you lose, you get dead last, mm-hmm. you have to take a practice full extension ACT test. Oh, no. Oh, no. So... We're all out of we're all out of high school. Obviously, we're not taking the ACT anymore. You have to take a full ACT test, and if you do not get a twenty five on that, then you have to buy every guy in the group a drink or uh, dinner or something like that. Why not just skip to that part? <laughs> because <laughs> like, I didn't take the test. <laughs> Here's dinner on me. I got a zero. I didn't do anything. So I think I'm okay. Uh, I'm seven and three. There's a guy that's two and eight. Okay. And there's you have no risk of losing. Let's a handful be of weeks to go. If anything, you're dangerously close to winning. We'll see. I don't know. My team's falling apart. They're so fragile. They've got injuries <laughs> like crazy. Um, and I'm trying to like pick people up, and I don't know anybody. And everyone's like bottom of the barrel now. Risky. I don't know. I don't. I don't like long shots. And I'm making bets on long shots. <laughs> you're in third. Like you're not. 
You're not doing. Cr- I know you're picking up guys off the waivers and stuff, but I'm only third place. That's not bad. I hope people out there enjoy our conversations about fantasy football because we talk about it a lot. Yeah, viewership <laughs> hopefully is not going down. Anyhow, let's get to the question. Uh, actually, interesting question uh, about something top secret. Let's hear it from Ashley. D-I-Y! Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Ashley. I'm um, asking about um, employee stock programs. So I was an employee for a startup, and they gave me shares, uh, specifically restrictive units, um, as opposed to common stock. And I didn't know, um, A, what the difference was, B, kind of what happens if they end up selling the company. Do they cut me a check or nothing? Or do I have to hire somebody to do that? I'm just curious because it's sort of out in the world right now and I don't know how to access it. Thanks. They're restricted. Top secret. Restricted. So we can't even talk about it on the show. Nope. I'm being facetious, of course. Uh, Restricted stock units are actually a pretty normal phenomenon, uh, especially in uh, tech-heavy companies. Um, Software is a sales company, cybersecurity companies, uh, a lot of sort of modern companies. Uh, When I say that, I mean... If you go work for like manufacturing, uh, you typically don't see it. But if you're bouncing around in the tech industry, actually pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a high level, uh, a restricted stock unit is an employee, employment, an employee incentive. Typically, you'll see them when you get hired uh, as sort of a sign-on bonus. Um, though feasibly, they could be awarded as compensation uh, at other times. Uh, a lot of times you'll see them uh, as a sort of a sweetener to come over, work, uh, and keep you for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Because typically what we see is like a four-year sort of vesting schedule when it comes to RSUs. Which, what does vesting mean? Yeah, vesting, not to be confused with investing. So mm-hmm. vesting uh, means that you gain access to these or you're, um, you, you gain full possession of them or beneficial interest is the kind of the legal term. Uh, over time. So you get granted RSUs, say, the day that you get hired. And one of the most common um, schedules that you'll see with RSUs is you get granted uh, a particular amount of RSUs. We'll say 100 shares, right? Uh, You get granted 100 shares. Usually it's dollar amounts, but 100 shares uh, in XYZ company the Mm -hmm. day that you're hired with a four-year vesting schedule well that means that over four years you're going to get roughly not roughly actually about 25 shares per year right except typically the first year is a cliff Mm -hmm. they just add all these like funky terms to rsus that way you don't understand what it is you're actually getting you're just like oh i'm getting x amount dollars so for the first year each month you actually don't get anything yeah you have to be there at least a year in the company so if you left it within 10 months or something like that you're yeah if you left uh 11 months and 28 days i don't know somewhere around there you probably wouldn't get it but then once you're there 12 months you get your first vested uh amounts and so um at the 12 month in this particular example you get 25 shares so 25 shares are now converted i'm going to use phraseology that i think Mm -hmm. our listeners will understand better it may not be what's on your documents okay Uh, it may not be the legalese that comes with rsus but Effectively, on that 12-month date, 25 shares are going to be converted from restricted stock units to stock, and you'll own it. And now it's in your account, and you can do with that as you wish. Now, at that moment, you'll have to pay tax on it. 
uh, because it's normal income at that point. Uh, and so you will pay some tax. A lot of times you will just see them hold back some of the shares. So mm-hmm. you might get 24.3 shares because they sold a little bit for tax purposes. Right. So that's the cliff, the one-year cliff. Now, after that, typically, uh, a lot of times what we'll see is every month thereafter, you are getting one thirty-sixth of the remainder. I made this math really hard now because there's 75 shares outstanding. And there's <laughs> one thirty-sixth of that. Uh, that you're going to get every month, basically. Say it's two shares. Yeah, so we'll say effectively, in this example, maybe two shares per month, uh, even though that math does not line up. And to reemphasize kind of what you were saying, once that is awarded to you, you you've gone through the vest. So after four years, those 100 shares are common stock now. They are not necessarily still restricted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, they are. uh, Yeah, they're just stock. Like Like you opened a brokerage account at Robinhood or Schwab or... Um, fidelity, and you went out and bought the company stock. It, it's effectively the same exact thing. Yeah. Um. So it's a really good. But in the meantime, so the day that you hired, maybe the stock those hundred shares of stock, maybe the stock's trading at ten dollars a share. But over the four years that you work there, it goes up to you know seventy five dollars a share. You've you've made money even though you're not holding the stock. Mm-hmm. You're holding the restricted stock units. You're not holding the stock during that time. Like it's making or losing money. Um, as you go through that time. So there, that's some things to consider, Right, um, is that the value is going to change whilst you don't have the ability to actually transact it because mm-hmm. uh, it's not vested yet. And then if that company, so she's in a startup, and mm-hmm. a lot of the time startups get purchased by, by yep. different companies. So if Apple, for instance, purchases that company, they bring them in, a lot of the time what they'll do is they'll take those restrictive stock units that you currently have with that company and they will convert them and say, okay, you were going to get 100 shares of your company. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get 50 shares of equivalent value of Apple stock over those four years, correct? Is yeah, right? and there's not a standard like conversion ratio. So yeah. what they would do is they would look at, um, you know, if Apple was coming in and buying your company, they would look at, okay, what's the size of Apple? What's the size of your company? What's the buyout for? And then they would get, they're going to basically give you a new share count. And that new share count should fairly line up to what you would have normally received mm-hmm. uh, previously, roughly speaking. But it's now going to be in shares of the new company. So the, the contract, the restricted stock units, will typically still be there. There's room for exceptions and everything, right? In, in all of these sort of deals that happen, but typically should still be there um, in that new company. Uh, it's just going to be in that particular company stock. And typically speaking, if it's a deal like that, the stock that you've already owned that is sitting in a brokerage account, if you've not sold it yet, will also be converted. Yeah. So, it, I mean, if Apple, uh, well, yeah, if Apple buys, I don't, why can't I think of a, like a deal that's happened recently where uh, there's been a big buyout? Any public market buyouts recently you can think of? I don't know. Let's say Apple buys Facebook. Yeah, because that's unlikely, right? So Apple buys Facebook. Facebook stock then, the day after that transition or that uh, sale actually goes through, Facebook stock, anybody who holds Facebook stock anywhere in any brokerage account, assuming, yeah, uh, there's one of two things that would happen. That stock would either just get paid out in cash or would turn into Apple stock. Mm -hmm. Um, Meta, Daniel, Meta, not Facebook. Facebook anymore, that's right. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, and uh, Google's not Google, but everybody still calls it Google. It's Alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hadn't worked, so good luck, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, all of our things don't get any views anymore. <laughs> the algorithms take over. Uh, anyhow, uh, but more than likely, what you'll see is any stock that you have in your brokerage from RSUs previously that have vested 
and are now sitting in your brokerage mm-hmm. are going to convert into that new company stock as well. With the caveat that if it's some kind of like all cash deal, you might just get money out. for the ones that are already vested in. So that's really tactical. What else about RSUs um, <sighs> my, people might be interested in? I'm trying to think. I mean, um, I think it's definitely something that if you're looking at benefits that a company provides, mm-hmm. seeing how they invest in their um, invest in their employees through stock. I mean, there's a lot of different methods for this. There's ISOs, there's stock options, there's RSUs. There's so many different options out there. But doing your own research and really looking into the employee benefits that you get, because um, a lot of people that we've seen, I mean, clients that we've worked with have gotten some kind of stock component to their uh, payment schedule, and they have done exceptionally well because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be a great way to build long-term wealth. I mean, especially in a market right now that is just been pretty much going higher. But also in markets that are more tumultuous, uh, if you sit through those cycles, it can do really well. Um, so really consider this. Uh, I just helped somebody recently who was changing jobs and trying to analyze, you know, what is the value of this RSU versus this other company that wants to give me a sign-on bonus, mm. things like that. How does that work? And so we really had to talk through, yes, you're getting this restricted stock unit for uh, X amount of dollars, right, uh, that he's being granted on the day that he gets hired. But uh, if the company is going to do well over the next four years, that RSU is actually worth considerably more than that uh, if the company continues on the trajectory it's on. On the contrary side, if the stock market hits a rough patch or that company hits rough patch, doesn't hit earnings, things like that, that value of that could be less. So yeah. in his instance, he had to look at uh, two competing offers and go, do I want the cash bonus up front? Do I want the RSUs, which look a lot better, but I don't have access to those funds right away? How much do I believe in the company I'm working at versus how much am I just there to get paid? Things like that. Uh, in that particular situation, he ended up going with the, the RSUs. Yeah. So. Great. I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, we'll keep this one short since we uh, went so long on the last one. So, Ashley, thank you so much for a great question. We hope you, we answered that for you. Um, and, Danny, you want to do our close? Go for it. You don't get I to do it very so often. I so much today. <laughs> keep All it right. simple, though, because I have yeah. bored them. Well, we do have to keep it simple. I mean, the secret to wealth is keeping it simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. So that's the way it's done. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.